Coming up. It wasn't just the family at that point. It wasn't aunts, uncles, cousins. It was an entire community of folks that were desperately searching for this little girl. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. This past December brought with it Briasia Terrell's 11th birthday. But Briasia wasn't able to celebrate it with her family. It's been almost five months since Briasia Terrell disappeared, and this week brought with it a sad reminder that she's still missing. Yesterday was Briasia Terrell's 11th birthday. The FBI is asking for help finding her. Now, more than eight months after she disappeared, Briasia Terrell is still missing. But her family and many others in the Quad Cities region of Illinois and Iowa haven't given up on finding her. I mean, honestly, my gut doesn't tell me anything because I don't know where she is. Um, my gut just tell me to keep going no matter what. Joining me to talk about this case is Luke Clary with WQAD in Moline, Illinois. Luke, tell me about Briasia Terrell. In the months since she's gone missing, what have you learned about her? Yeah, you know... Hi, Reed. It's good to be here with you. I, I will just say I started learning about Briasia on the very first day that she went missing. Um, it was on July 10th, and people, her extended family, were gathered in uh, Credit Island on that day and searching for her. I learned right away that she, that her family considered her to be a responsible young girl who knew her mother's phone number, that she was not one to run away or walk away from her family, that this was really just out of the ordinary for her. And uh, it was, I think, at, at that time, just over 24 hours that she had gone missing and her family knew that this was really wrong. In the time since then, I have spoken with her mother and other members of her family just to learn some of her favorite Things included basketball. Uh, she loves Steph Curry. She was a big fan of the, of the Warriors. And, uh, you know, uh, she enjoyed TikTok videos. Uh, she produced them together with her mom, Aisha Langford and her little brother, Detorious. You can find lots of those videos, uh, that are, you know, prominently featured in the stories that we do on her because you can really see her smile come to life in those videos. She has the most biggest personality ever. I mean, any kid, I mean, any parent would want. You know, she helps, you know. She's a very good big sister. In this video, ring around the Rosie with her eight-year-old brother, Detorious. Tell me about Briasia. Do you guys get along? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> and then we argue. So just a, a kind and loving little girl, a good older sister to her brother, and... Uh, considered by her family to uh, lovingly and teasingly, they called her a snitch <laughs> and you know maybe kind of a tattletale, but she was just very truthful. What else can you tell me then about the night of July 9th and the morning of July 10th, the circumstances surrounding her actual disappearance? Do we know when and where and by whom Briasia was seen for the last time? Yeah, so I spoke again with Briasia's mother, Aisha Lankford, uh, just last month, in fact, and you know she's been counting the days since July 9th or 10th. Um, on that day, she said it was, uh, I think, 229. 
You know, she didn't even have to think about it. How many days has it been? 229 today. But she's thought many times back to that day, and we've had several conversations about it. Um, at that time, she told me that um, Aisha, who has three children, uh, two of them are quite young, Briasia and her younger brother, Detorius. They were 10 and 8 last July. Um, Aisha, their mother, had recently lost a job and had moved in with her mother, Donita Lankford, who lived on the north side of Davenport. And I think that she had found some work. And so she was trying to get herself back up on her feet. And she had bumped into uh, an ex-boyfriend by the name of Henry Dinkins. I don't think this was a planned meeting. She said that it was either at a gas station or convenience store. And Henry told Aisha that he wanted to spend more time with Detorius, his son, right? Who is also Briasia's younger half-brother. Right. Briasia has a different father. And, and from my understanding, did not really have a relationship with Henry. Um, but on that day that, that Detorius got permission to spend the night with his father, Briasia wanted to tag along. And so she did. Henry picked them up. Went back to his apartment at uh, uh, an apartment complex called Jersey Meadows. So that was a Thursday, July 9th. That evening, uh, Aisha, Briasia's mom, came up to make sure that they had clothes for the next day and to just check in with them and see that they were doing all right. Mm -hmm. She said that she saw her kids with Henry and his then girlfriend. They were living together at the time. Her name is Andrea that there was a, the dog was there, they were playing around. And the last conversation that Aisha had with her daughter, Briasia, was that she was learning from Henry's girlfriend how to be an AT&T agent. You know, so she was always curious and just uh, uh, having a little fun there. So I, you know, Aisha said she determined that seemed like things were okay. And so she left and that next morning, she got a call from Henry saying that Briasia was missing. So as far as we know, then, this ex-boyfriend, the father of, of Aisha's other child, is the last person to have seen Briasia. Right. Now, the police may know more that they have not shared publicly. Of course. Um, but what I know and what and I've had this conversation with Aisha several times. Um, that is the timeline that we're aware of. Now, there were, on the morning of the 10th, that, that Friday, and throughout the day, um, there was a frantic search for Briasia, and they were searching areas like Credit Island, which is on the Mississippi River, a popular fishing spot, and other areas like that, parks and near creeks, because Aisha said that her little, her younger son, Detorius, believed that they had all gone fishing uh, that night. So he, of course, he's, he's very young and it's difficult, you know, the, driving around with him, asking him, do you remember this or do you remember that? Does this seem like the right place? So it was kind of difficult to get a clear understanding from him where she might have been, but that was the reason why folks were out and about searching those areas. And I understand that in 
the first few days after Briesia goes missing, it's not just her family, her immediate family and law enforcement out there looking for her. It seems like Briesia's disappearance really struck a chord with the broader community and quite a few people were were willing to step up and try to find this little girl. It did. I mean, it really captured, I think, the hearts of, of everyone in the Quad Cities and surrounding areas, too. Um, on Saturday, the uh, I believe that would have been the 11th, that was the first time that I met Aisha and her mother, Donita. And it wasn't just the family at that point. It wasn't aunts, uncles, cousins. It was an entire community of folks that were desperately searching for this little girl. It gives me that much more of a motivation that I have an amazing community behind me here. Aisha says she is so grateful to the hundreds of people who helped. I'm happy to be here, but I don't, I hope we're hunting for nothing. If she was laying in a ditch or anything somewhere out there, which I know she's not, but we've, we would have seen her by then. And that actually went on to extend to areas including Clinton County, uh, the, the small town of Comanche, which is further upriver on the Mississippi River. Uh, that's because it is revealed, police actually announced that um, Henry has connections to those areas and they had reason to believe that he may have been there with Briasia. And so again, massive search effort took place there on some of the hottest days in the summer. You mentioned that they're searching these areas with connections to Henry Dinkins. And actually on July 14th, police name him as a person of interest in Briasia's disappearance. What else can you tell me about this man, Henry Dinkins? I understand at some point in all this, he's in jail on an unrelated charge. Yeah. And in fact, he remains a person of interest in this case. Uh, Dinkins is not charged in the disappearance of Briasia. He's actually still being held on an unrelated charge, a sex offender registry violation that dates back to the mid-1990s. He was actually uh, 17 years old when that happened. Um, but he does have a lengthy rap sheet with other drug charges. He's been in and out of prison for uh, the last several years, and he has another uh, charge out of Illinois, another drug charge that so it, he, he, may not, he may not leave jail or, or prison for a very long time uh, from where he is today. Law enforcement calls off its organized search efforts on July 20th. And then just a couple days later, they hold a press conference. They've been kind of updating the public throughout this, but um, there were some interesting moments in this one. What insights did you gain from this press conference on the 22nd? One of the odder moments to arise from this press conference. If, if we're talking about the same one, there's a question to uh, police chief Paul Sikorsky about the cooperation of the family. Mm -hmm. And it's just a, it was an odd moment because he pauses for nearly 10 seconds. It felt like forever. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we're, we're definitely focusing on family and definitely interviewing family members. I think the, cooper the cooperation level, that's something that may come out later on. And said, I believe that the level of cooperation on the part of the family is something that may emerge later. In other words, he, he doesn't really answer the question. Right. And it 
raised a lot of questions about you know, what is happening behind the scenes here. Uh, I asked Aisha directly uh, about that moment. What did you make of that moment? At that exact moment, we took it as, who the hell are you talking to? Because we have been cooperative, we have been listening. I took it as he must have been talking to them because those are the only ones that are not being cooperative. And I mean, Damn, I would pause too. Henry, um, Henry's uh, mother, his girlfriend, his sister, you know, those are ones that are constantly going downtown trying to get, you know, like his belongings instead of, you know, trying to help me get into their brother's head. Her explanation was that she, she believed that the police were must have been talking about the Dinkins family his mother and sister, who she said had been, you know, trying to get back some of his belongings, but were not offering a lot in terms of information about whereabouts and what they believe, you know, where Briasia might be. As we get into the fall of 2020, Briasia would have been starting the fifth grade, but as all the other kids are starting up school again, she's still missing and her family's still trying really hard to find her. How are they working to keep her story in the public eye throughout the fall and into the winter? Yeah, you know, there are a handful of community marches and events all in an effort to get her face out there and to just make sure that people don't forget the name, Briasia Terrell. A cold and rainy Saturday afternoon, followed by a dreary Sunday. That didn't stop two days of marching. Family and friends still looking for answers after Briasia Terrell disappeared more than four months ago. It's been 127 days. Aisha Langford is Briasia's mother. I definitely appreciate them out here taking the time and the effort to actually put in out and put in the work out here with the t-shirts, the hats, the posters. Two days of gathering on busy street corners in Davenport, two days of holding signs and pictures, and two days of passing out flyers, all with the hope that someone knows something that can bring 10-year-old Briasia home. It still wears Briasia and bring her home. And it, it might be worth noting that throughout this, um, Aisha has also really faced the brunt of a lot of online bullying and uh, allegations and, and rumors that have, that have really hurt. Um, I think, you know, oftentimes when something this, like this happens, there is obviously going to be a level of scrutiny on the parents. Um, but it has definitely taken a personal toll on Aisha and her family. Um, but she says that she still wants to get out there, be public about this, when, even though it can be difficult, even though each time she comes on with us, you know, there are uh, a handful of comments that are really cruel. Um, so, but she, Decided, she told me she decided that, you know, it, it was important for her to be out in front of this. Briasia Terrell's 11th birthday was just this past December, December of 2020. I know you're still in contact with her family, with her mother. What has their message been as this has stretched on for now over eight months? I think early on, especially, their message was one of hope and determination to bring her home. They projected confidence every time that we met that she would come home and that she would be back, that she is alive. And I will say this last time meeting again with the family, 
Um, I, I wouldn't say that they've lost that confidence or any of that determination, but I definitely sensed the passage of time and the way that that has worn on their just just their 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 being on on in the you know you can you can sense that they've aged you know that this is really hurt um and so once again i think you know speaking with them uh, in in february most recently they were again focused on sharing information about Briasia, giving new photos that we had not seen before and videos and um, because they just, at the end of the day, want to get her face out there on the hope that someone will see it and will know something and will help them bring her home. And all of that information, all of those photos can be found on WQAD's website. There is a $10,000 reward being offered for any information that could lead to an arrest or to Briasia's location. And the FBI in Omaha is encouraging anyone with information to contact them at 402-493-8688. Luke Clary with WQAD in Moline, Illinois. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Reed. Since I spoke with Luke Clary, there's been some news out of the Davenport area. Multiple outlets are reporting that unidentified human remains have been discovered in a pond in Clinton County, Iowa, near the city of DeWitt, just a little ways outside of Davenport. Authorities made it clear that they could not identify the remains and did not link the discovery to Briage's case, telling the Quad City Times it could take a week or two to figure out an identity. The Quad City Times also reported that Briage's mother, Aisha Langford, was there at the scene of the discovery, waiting for any information. We'll be sure to keep you posted right here on The Daily Crime. Thanks as always for tuning in. Until next time, I'm Reed Redmond. <laughs>